when you know that there's only a few different levers that you need to pull, you can actually sort of start to play and experiment. Well, if I move this lever, what happens? And then when you see the numbers changing, it gets really exciting. I think it's where keeping it simple, but doing it very well and making it repeatable, easily repeatable, can have a massive payoff effect for you. Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, authority positioning strategist for coaches and experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your co-host, Samantha Riley, and joined by my partner in business and life, Leon Flitton. How are you, Leon? I'm fantastic. Thank you. Well, that's good. I actually know you're good because you're just in the room next to me and we've just had a coffee. <laughs> so, <laughs> But now we're in separate offices behind the mics still talking about a topic that we want to bring into the light because here's the thing. When there are topics that get shoved under the rug, so pick up the rug, put it under there, put it in the dark, these kind of topics hold a lot of fear, shame, judgment, all of the the really awful things that hold people back. But when we bring things that, I don't know, that we're afraid of, I guess, or don't want to do into the light, it just sort of takes away all the power that this topic holds. It's just one of those topics that really needs to be talked about more, but it just isn't. Mm, yeah. So this is, we're going to talk about the biggest mistake that we see that's holding coaches back from growing their income. And I can say 100%, hand on my heart, I've never met a seven-figure business owner or a million-dollar business owner who doesn't do this. Every single person that's in that million-dollar and above, seven, eight, nine figures, definitely do this um, 100% of the time. And it's something that we see that coaches that are generally that under that 10 to 20K a month don't do this because they have a fear around it. And I think this fear is around just maybe not understanding it or understanding how to do it. Would you agree? Yeah, I think a little bit is around not understanding it and may also be potentially from the making that shift from, uh, you know, starting a business. So mm. they're, they're, they're kind of more entry level. So mm -hmm. going from maybe an employee mindset into maybe more of a business owner mindset. Yeah, yeah. Once we break or once we help people break this down and what and we're going to do we're going to do it today, help you to break this down uh, and you understand it. And what we see is that when we help people understand this, that they lean into doing this. And once they understand this, and this is definitely what happened for me when my first business coach helped me do this, once I understood it, not only was the fear taken away, but this turned into a game for me because I understood what I could shift to get different results. And you've seen me with spreadsheets, right? Leon, you're exactly <laughs> yep. the same. We love manipulating them. And what we don't mean is manipulating them to make num like fake numbers up or fake outcomes up, what we yep. do is say, well, if we change this one number, what happens to the end goal? Or if we change this number over here, what happens to the end goal? Yeah, so we're not talking about anything to do with vanity metrics here. These are all no. real numbers. Yeah, so before we jump in, 
and we still haven't really talked about what you know what we're talking about today but let's cover off something that you and i were talking about before we hit record and that is the difference between a coach and a business owner they're two very different things and i find that people get these two things um or they sort of put them in the same bucket but they're two very different buckets and that's that the business owner or a lot of people want to have their own business because they want freedom right they want to be able to work where they want when they want with who they want it's yin and yang it's light and dark for all of the freedom you get at the other end it's balanced out by a lot of responsibility there are a lot of things that you need to be doing so this is where you need to decide do you want to put on the business owner hat and be the person that's that's running the business or do you want to purely just wear the coach hat and have the safety of having money deposited in your account every week and if if that's what you do there's absolutely no shame in going actually i just want to have a job or let me take the just out i want to have a job or be in an employment position and have that money to come into my account i love coaching i only want to coach i don't want all of the other responsibility and if that's you then just you know let it all go and just go this is what i want to do because there are plenty of coaching business looking for really good coaches there's definitely no shame in that at all and i think that there's a lot of like bro marketers that have put a lot of shame around over the last few years having a job and i don't agree with it yeah i feel like there's yeah social media has led it that way where it kind of almost seems like you have to be like this and mm. it's not the case at all like no nah. i think entrepreneurship you need to be cut out for it yeah otherwise there's nothing wrong with having a job no if you if you love what you do and you want to keep doing it then, then there's no problem at all i don't yeah. see why that would be an issue to anyone and probably stop worrying about what other people think if you want to have a job and say it's a coach and you want to be the best coach you can be and work for someone and then that's great then then you'll have more probably have more fulfillment in that i suppose absolutely absolutely but if you want to be the business owner then that's great too and that's what we're here for you and I love being in business, right? 100%. We love the freedom of being able to create our days like we like them. We still work a lot of hours, you know, that's the truth of what happens here, but we do it in our way. You know, we do go to the gym. I was going to say every day, but that's a lie. We go to the gym most <laughs> days. You know? We would like to go every day. <laughs> exactly. You know, Mondays when we have our personal training session, first thing in the morning, we always get breakfast on the way home and and discuss our calendar for the week and you know we've got some quirky little things that that we do we we walk and get coffee and almost every day we do that so there's a lot of things that we like about having that freedom but in that there's also a lot of responsibility as we've got a team of you know quite over 10 people now that requires some overseeing or some project management there's clients that we deliver to there's you know lots of projects that we've got on the go so we've got plenty of freedom but there's also a real lot of responsibility so we love it that's what we're here for and we're here to help you to build your business if that's what you want to do so that it can give you the freedom that you want and the income because that's why one of the reasons i went into business because in a job i realized it doesn't matter how hard i work the person sitting at the desk next to me 
that was, you know, feet up on the desk doing not much and I was doing 10 times the work. I'm like, how come I get paid the same amount as this clown? (laughs) (laughs) That's super frustrating. (laughs) It is really frustrating. But anyway, let's get into it. I'm getting very off track here. We're talking about knowing your numbers. Now, knowing your numbers, depending on who's talking about this topic, it can be taken a lot of different ways. We're not talking today about profit and loss statements and, you know, balance sheets. We're not talking about this. We're talking about the numbers to actually increase your income, the numbers that you need to be paying attention to every day, or if not every day, at least every week. But this is something that since my very first business, I've always paid attention to every single day. This is something that my very first coach helped me with. My first business partner came from a a background, and I've spoken about this at length before, we came from a background in McDonald's. They have got the most amazing systems and processes, and we just learned that you track your numbers every day. And from your corporate background too, Leon, it's something that you've done in your career, being in operations and sales and retail, you're used to tracking numbers. Yeah, every day, you know, watching it and multiple times per day, I think it is something that just rolls on. It becomes part of life and what you do, particularly because of the corporate was, you know, a retail based. So mm-hmm. it was always about the numbers. So whether it was, and I know what it's going to talk about now, profit and loss, but I love that stuff, you know, like working oh, out what so cost, what went where, and, you know, essentially every cent counts, but being able to track every cent. So yeah, it's pretty cool. But yeah, I've had that for like 30 years of, uh, you know, watching the sales and watching the profit and watching the wages and all those kind of things. Yeah. What I love about it, and I did sort of mention this before, is that when you know that there's only a few different levers that you need to pull, you can actually sort of start to, I'm going to use that word manipulate, but what I mean is you can start to play and experiment. Well, if if I move this lever, what happens? And then when you see the numbers changing, it gets really exciting. I love it, love it, love it. So <laughs> let's <laughs> let, let's jump in. So the very, very first thing you need to know, so before you start to break this down or before we start to break this down, there's two numbers you need to know. And the very first one is what is the next result you're looking for? So not necessarily the end result of what you want in five years or two years, but what do you want at the end of this particular cycle that you're running? So at the end of this 30 days or 60 days or quarters, however you run your planning. Now, I personally think that if you're in the 10 to 20K per month range, that you're best off running in either 30 day or or six week cycles because you need a shorter runway so that you can change course or course correct a lot quicker. That's what I've seen. So knowing your end result is the first number that you need. And what's the second number, Leon? And so because you're in that 10 to 20K bracket, if it's important that you're you know utilizing what you have well, and I think you're right in that fact that it's a you know 30 day window to turn things around or change things as you go to really get a good effect. So the other thing you do need to know is what your starting point is. So where are you starting from? And I think this is something you need to be realistic about. Yeah. So how many clients do you have right now? What are the programs that you have right now? What are the conversion events that you're running right now? What are your conversion rates? You need to know all these numbers. And this is where I find people stick their head in the sand going, oh, I know my conversion rate's really low. So I'm just going to like shut the door on this. Or 
I'm not bringing in the leads that I want to be bringing in. So I'm just going to like, you know, like, you know, it's like when you're a kid and your parents tell you to clean the room and you just like open the cupboard doors and you shove everything in there and you like kick it (laughs) shut because it's like, you know, like coming out the seams. Well, maybe that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is something to really make a good point of. It does seem to be that at, at that stage of business growth that a lot of people do actually kind of ignore that or don't want to look at it. Mm, but mm. in reality, it's still going to be there. You're just not looking at it, which is Absolutely. kind of dangerous. Absolutely. And this is where where if you're doing this, you're not going to get the growth that we know that you can get. So pull out your pen, pull out your pencil, pull out a piece of paper or your iPad. Let's start to break this down. Let's like bring it out into the light because it has actually, once you start to do this, you realize how simple it is. So the first thing you need to know is what is it that you're trying to add in the next little amount of time? So what we're going to work on today is a 30 day runway for someone that wants to add $10,000 to their income. So not, you know, have a 10,000, but Add $10,000 to what you're already earning in the next 30 days. So the next thing you need to know is the amount of your program or the average price. If you've got multiple programs, what's the average sale price? So let's just work it out on super, super basic numbers here. Let's say you want to add $10,000 in the next 30 days and your program average price is $500. So working that out, that means that in the next 30 days, you need 20 clients. Breaking that down again is five clients per week. Okay. So all we've worked out is how much do you want to add? What is the average program price? How many clients is that? And how many clients is that per week? And like straight away, five per week makes that sound a lot more doable than I need to add $10,000 because now you know exactly what it is that you're working towards. You can put a plan in place. And it even makes it more doable when you think about 20 clients. If you start talking about five per week, that makes you know seem completely doable, right? Yeah. All of a sudden you're like, huh, okay, I can do this. We can do this. All right. So numbers you need to know before you get going. You talked before, Leon, about foundations and sort of knowing where you are. So you really need to know things like where your most engaged audience is on social media. You mentioned before vanity metrics, Leon. And if you've got you know, a huge number on a social media platform that isn't engaged, then the numbers don't really count. So you want to know where your most engaged audience is on social media. And the other thing you need to know is your list size. So how many numbers currently on your email list? So the other thing you need to consider as well is how do you normally convert your clients through your funnel to actually becoming a client? So what takes them from a lead to becoming a client? So what's your conversion event? Are you a sell by chat person or do you like webinars or it's just a hope and pray kind of style thing? Oh, I hope it's not a hope and pray. (laughs) (laughs) But let's face it, a lot of people are. I've definitely been there in the past. I'm human. We all have human moments. Hope and pray doesn't work. Let's go by an actual conversion event. (laughs) I think it might be a build it and they will come kind of thing. Build it and they will come, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think that works either. (laughs) Yeah, it might work for people building baseball fields out in cornfields, but yeah, not so much for coaching businesses. (laughs) All right, well, so let's just say for today's example that your conversion or, you know, we're saying conversion event here, but we've also added in a sales call, which is actually the conversion event. 
So we know that we want five people per week and imagine that your conversion event is webinars and you do one per month, one webinar per month, you know you get approximately 50 registrations a month and from that 50 registrations, you get 10 calls booked. Again, we're just breaking down the numbers to be super simple. This isn't what the average numbers are. We're just, I'm not a numbers person. I need everything divisible by five or 10. <laughs> so one webinar per month, 50 registrations, and you know you normally get 10 calls booked. Out of those 10 calls booked, you normally get a 50% conversion rate, which means that you get five clients. All right. So let's just take a stop here. We've said that we want five clients a week and we know that from a webinar, we end up by working out all our numbers that we get five clients. If we needed 20 clients in a month to hit our revenue goals, we know that we're 75% short because we still need another 15 clients. And this is why you need to know your numbers. So at this point, you know you've, you're coming short. So which lever can you pull? Let's start to break this down. Do you want to go first, Leon? What's the first lever that we can pull? And, and just to reiterate as well is you need to keep tracking your numbers all the way through with, you know, the registrations, the calls booked and the conversion rate, right? So that's a given. But one thing you can do, and, and the first thing we're going to talk about is increasing the amount of leads that you're actually going to be bringing in to your, in this case, it'll be your webinar. So mm -hmm. if you can increase more of those, obviously, the numbers as they filter through if you can get twice the amount of registrations you'll get twice the amount of clients essentially at the end of it mm -hmm. all things being equal yeah you can either go for more registrations to that one webinar and you know get four times the amount of registrations or you can run more webinars so maybe you can run one a week instead of one a month yeah so similar lever just in you know which one are you going to pull in this case which is more webinars or getting feeling with more leads. So if you wanted to get more registrations, for example, that's when you might want to run like a much bigger, you know, or extra social media campaigns and that kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe you want to run more promotions to your list. Maybe you want to take on joint venture partners, but that very first lever that you can pull is just to increase leads. All right. Second lever you can pull is to improve your conversion rate. So once you've got leads, the next step is to convert them into paying customers. So some of the things that you can do here is maybe be clearer on presenting your offer in your webinar. So you have more people booking calls. Maybe you need a better process for your sales calls. Maybe your sales calls are a bit hit and miss and you haven't worked out a specific, I'm gonna use the word script, even though I'm a little bit against like very, very tight scripts, but some sort of format on your calls to make sure that you're walking people through and, and getting higher conversions. But that, yeah, the second lever is to improve your conversion rate. It's just as a side note here as well. If you were doing more webinars, chances are that you get clearer on your presenting offer anyway on your webinar. So that could actually could help you twofold. Absolutely. Very good point, Leon. <laughs> What's number three? Three is increasing the average transaction value. Now, there's like a couple one. of different ways you can do this. Yeah, you and I have got a retail background, so we love this one. <laughs> in retail, we call it increasing your basket price. There are different ways that this can work in an online business or in a coaching business. So you can create upsells. So have an upsell to sell someone into something else or a higher priced offer. You can have downsells, so convert people that didn't make a sale to purchase something that's a smaller amount. 
You can have cross cells where you're adding on different parts. But I think if you're in the 10 to 20K range, I would leave all those alone because they actually add a lot of complexity to funnels. And all I would do is increase your program price. So if you increased your program price from $500 to $1,000, straight away, you, it means to hit your next revenue or income goal, instead of needing 20 clients, now you only need 10 clients. So depending on where you are in your business, there are many different ways to do it. If you're in that 10 to 20K range, I wouldn't worry with upsells, downsells, cross-sells, complexity. All I would do purely is increase your program price. I think it's where keeping it simple, but doing it very well and making it repeatable, easily repeatable, can have a, a massive payoff effect for you. Absolutely. Number four, what's the fourth lever we can pull, Leon? Well, hopefully everyone's doing this anyway, but I think this is a great one. Moving from a one-off course, so just a one-point sale, to a monthly recurring revenue. So I think that's a big one. So this is going to really pay dividends when you think about the lifetime value of the customer. Mm. So if we want to add $10,000, let's break this down. If we wanted to add $10,000 to a business, we could either find 20, 10 or 20 people every single month to make that sale, or we could find 10 or 20 people every month to add that amount. So we could either sell $1,000 a month and then add 10 new clients next month, and then it'd be 20,000 a month, and then add 10 clients the next month, and it would be $30,000 a month. Or we could find 10 clients next month and make 10,000, and then find another 10 clients the next month and make it 10,000, and then find another 10 clients the next month and hit that 10,000. So hopefully you can see straight away, I guess it's the, the compound effect, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's like stackable. Mm, I like it. <laughs> stackable programs. <laughs> stackable recurring revenue. <laughs> Probably one of the best things about this as well, as I said before, it's the, the lifetime value of the client while they're still in there in your programs as well. You're still building a good rapport with them. So when you do have an upsell as your business grows and you do have that next product, you've got more chance of selling these already existing clients into that upsell as well. 100%. It means that you're giving your clients more support. It means, you know, that they're more likely to have success in whatever it is that you're coaching them in as well. You know, as a good coach, that if you work with someone for 30 days, they're going to get some results. You know, if you continue to work with them and they layer learn and keep layering that, you know, that success that they're having on top of each other, that they're going to get even better results, which you know, means that you've got more loyal customers, means that you get better case studies, it means all sorts of things. But most importantly for you as the business owner, it means that, you know, the first of the month, next month, you don't need to wake up and think, uh-oh, I need to get 10 new clients. You know that you've got the bills paid, you know that you're growing and you can, you know, put that or invest that money back into your business to grow even further. Yeah, it definitely brings about a level of stability for you as well, knowing that you have X amount of dollars coming in, you know, for that recurring revenue. Absolutely. So let's just go back over that. The four levers that you can pull is number one, to increase your leads. So getting more leads means attracting more potential customers. Number two, you can improve your conversion rate. So 
either getting better on presenting your offer or having a better process on your sales calls. Number three is to increase the average transaction value. And the easiest way to do that, no matter what level of business you're in, is to increase your program price. And number four, moving from a one-off course fee to a monthly recurring revenue model. This is definitely the way that I recommend that you build your business out because it means less sleepless nights. Leon, anything that you want to add? I think that you've just really got to be honest and just have a look at the numbers to start with because they are what they are and that's not an issue. I think what the thing is to go, well, what can I do with it and move forward? Because if you don't look and you don't know, and there's a saying is you can't grow what you don't measure. So first step is to go, where do I want to go? And the second piece is actually go and have a look and see where you're at and be realistic about it. Absolutely. So today we've talked about one of the biggest mistakes that we see that holds people back from growing their coaching business, growing their income. But there's actually nine key growth areas for your business. And these areas will give you more income, more freedom and more impact. And we've created a planner for you. It's absolutely free to download. It's called the Million Dollar Plan, where we will help to work, walk you through the formula for pricing your products so you reach your income goals. Start to look at the tasks that are not giving you a return on investment for your time or your money so you can stop doing them right away. Plus, who wants to be doing all the things? Things like defining the gaps in your business which are currently holding you back, a strategy to attract more exposure so more people know who you are. And you can download a copy of The Million Dollar Plan at samanthariley.global forward slash plan. So you download that. And definitely start to play with some of these numbers. Like I said, once you bring them into the light, you take away the fear that you hold around them and it really does turn into a lot of fun. We love to play with the numbers and you know play with those levers and discover where we've got opportunities in our business. So thanks for joining us today for this episode. We'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Influence by Design. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com. Thank you.